So I'm recording this shit on three different, like we have the local recordings. I'm recording it with uh, OBS. How do the pros do it? I don't fucking know, man. <laughs> you know? I Googled this shit and like, I don't know. I, I signed up for like three different fucking podcasting courses. So I'm going to figure this shit out. And the one I got is like super fucking cheesy, but it's great because the guy's like, here are the, he's got like a, you know, like a radio voice, but like even worse. You like Bill Mitchell? I've never heard Bill Mitchell. I've never heard Bill Mitchell's voice. No. You never watched the videos? No. no. I just seen his oh. tweets. He he hosts sounds, a live stream like almost every day. <laughs> That's why he um so like he he raised a bunch of money uh to like move to DC so he could set up a studio there. And then like he never moved. Where does he live? So some like some describe him as a grifter. Where does he live? Where does he reside? Miami. Miami. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the perfect city for him, right? Yeah. That guy, well, we got to have him on the podcast because we could fucking save his life. There's so many people I want to have on the show right now. Like, I want to talk to so many people. Like, I want Mike Tracy on the show. I really want him on the show. We'll get him live. We'll drive over to Jersey City. <laughs> And we'll, we'll get them live. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'll take that. I want, I want Cleon on. I want to talk to David Cleon. Is it Cleon? I don't know. Actually, I was, I was preparing to learn how to pronounce his name because I thought he might come up today, but I, I don't know actually. He's, I think he's of Jewish descent. It might be like Cleon, David Cleon. That's probably how it is, right? Sounds reasonable. Yeah. But wait, why would we, uh, how would you save Bill Mitchell's life? He's already had. Oh, Bill Mitchell, you just let him ride. He's already had coronavirus? You just let Bill Mitchell He's already had coronavirus. No, no. He was sick for like three weeks. Really? And it just didn't kill him? Because he's like, he's in the age group where it's not a walk in the park at all. I don't think Bill Mitchell had COVID. Hmm. I think. Perhaps Matt Brunig created COVID. What? That, that dude was sick for like eight weeks. They never got him treated. I think it like incubated in him. And then he met like some Chinese businessman and the guy flies back home. It's a big week for Joey. Is I'll it? Just like the name. Because we found out about Joey Pizza. Joseph. <laughs> Joseph Pizza. Joseph Pizza. God, it's an incredible name. Oh my God. Sorry, uh, Mr. Pizza for you. What the fuck? Who has named guys, that? Think about how great it is to know someone named something like that. It's like, <laughs> like every day you have an opportunity for a pun. Right? When he meets pe- new people, there's like 15 minutes of just, just people rolling over the name, just like, right. like freaking out, just like talking about it. Like, he, I could see him if he's like at Mar-a-Lago and he's like kind of a businessy type of guy, just being very into it, kind of playing it up and, and embracing that, not just being like, all right, you know, let's get. Yeah. I've he's probably so used to people giving him shit about it that he's just like, 
Joseph Pizza. You know, I think I like he's just people, right into it. I bet a lot of people just assume he's in the pizza business. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it's like that guy on Twitter, Mikey Stocks. You know, he's really into stocks, you know, <laughs> or Jeff Tutorials, right? He's really into tutorials. <laughs> I bet a lot of people meet like Joey Pizza and they're like, oh, he's just like, he's a guy, he's in the pizza business. He's at Mar-a-Lago, you know. I mean, the alternative is that he's like a, um, a, like a, looks like a mafia guy. So you might be, like be inclined to make fun of him, but you're just really intimidated. Oh, I like, could imagine. Joey Pizza. I could imagine a very intimidating Joey Pizza. Yeah, exactly. Very much so, yeah. But, but, his, but his real name would be like Pizza Colado or something. Mm. Mm. Are there any photos of Joseph Pizza? I don't know. It's got to be. I typed images. Let's see. Joseph Pizza. There's a bunch of restaurants called like Joseph Pizza. <laughs> oh, I just saw a picture of Joey Pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. He looks pretty funny, guys. Joey Pizza. He looks like a meek character that would be like a like a small like an on the office or something. Yes. <laughs> He's a pencil necked geek, as they say. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm looking for Joey Pizza. I'm just seeing a bunch of pictures of Joey from Friends eating pizza. Joseph and Lauren Pizza Welcome Center. His wife is hot. You know his wife's going to be hot. Joey Pizza ain't married. <laughs> I found a <laughs> picture of flag. someone who is Belmont Abbey College named Joseph F. S. Pizza that looks like not at all like uh, what you think. Uh, What's it look like? Associate Professor of English, Director of Rhetoric. Dr. Dr. Joseph S. Pizza. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Pizza. Dr. Pizza. Doctor. That's Dr. That's Dr. Pizza to you. Oh, we gotta talk about that shit, man. Like, uh, how much does a doctor of a doctor does a doctor have to be before we call them a doctor, right? It's a bit like I mean, there's some baloney there, there's some malarkey they're pushing. Like no one believes, like there's not like, I've never heard that before. Like, that's what? Like, mind blown about that. It's just so forced. Like, yeah. I don't know. I've never heard what before? Oh, just the idea of a non-medical person going by doctor. Like, that was sort of what the big deal was. Like, people were freaking out about that. Like, whoa, Jill Biden's, like, not a medical doctor? And she makes people call her, she's known as Dr. Biden? What? You know what it reminded me of? It is, like, like five years ago, and anyone who's followed me on Twitter knows about this. When women on Twitter started to say that, like, the, to use female as a noun was, like, offensive, right? Like, female is an adjective, not a noun, is what they would say over and over. That's what it reminded me of, because it's, it's just, like, you're creating this new thing and lying about it. <laughs> like a week ago, a week before you decided this, you know, you knew that female and male were nouns that we used, right? You've watched cop shows where they're like, we're looking for a white male age, you know. You So you knew this, but now you're just creating this new era where you have to lie about it, right? I, I All never, of a sudden, but, calling yourself doctor is bad. 
I never heard that that female is the noun aversion to that. I'm trying to imagine the context where they come across it and like, whoa, that's not okay. Like, It'd what? be like a dude like talking about how he feels about females, right? Yeah. Uh, females trying well, to. I mean, so they're never gonna like that. It's mostly but black to be fair, Matt, have you ever heard? Have you ever heard of like uh, a person refer to women like as females that wasn't like super cringeworthy? Well, no, a black guy can do it. <laughs> It's a thing a black guy can do, Maybe. right? Who am I to say? Only, black, Maybe. only yeah. black guys are doing that move, by the way. Right? So well, it's let me tell you something about females. It's 100% <laughs> black dudes. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm saying it's, it's a black guy thing to say, or like a white guy who wants to be black. Right? Or like our incel. No, I don't think they would do that. Yeah. It seems like technical. Like, like weirdly technical. It's, it's clinical, right? Yeah, clinical. Clinical. Yeah. Right. It's clinical. I think it's weird to do it in a social context. Let me put it to you this way. Like, hey, um, are you acquainted with that, that female over there? You know, that would be weird. That would be fine. That would be weird. It sounds like a serial killer. It sounds like yeah. you want to you know, ask her out on a date or something. Right? No. <laughs> Maybe if you're like trying to nag her, but no. in any other circumstance. But he doesn't hear you call her a female. <laughs> now I'm thinking of the uh, existential comics guy with the hat Look, being like, hello, females. Will you guys just admit that black guys are the ones saying this? White guys aren't saying it. I've not heard that. Female, it seems to make sense what you're saying. Like I can picture a black guy saying it and it not being weird Let me put it to you this on an way, intuitive guys. level. Let me put it to you this way, guys. So, like, the way this all is, is like... <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. What, what the fuck happened? <laughs> when you, when you happened? the camera down, I'm like, oh, he's definitely going to talk about the shirt. Like, his voice is going to be about the shirt. Then you went shit. on to a different, like... <laughs> so, like, uh, the way we talk... We use so many nouns for women Just that are right way to worse than shot. females. Right? See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I think girls is way more problematic. Yeah. Girl, yeah. It's super, weird. Well, it's super weird how women are called girls, right? Yeah, but I don't know. It just it feels right to me. But I, I'm conflicted about it. Women don't call us boys. Look, sometimes God, they, they do. They would think that's weird. No, they sometimes they do. Ah. Oh, you talk to a boy? Mmm. But Tell they, me that didn't do, happen. They do it like in a winking way. Oh, boy. Whereas we call like women girls without, like as if that's what they are. Right? Yeah. Well, you know, it, I mean, it depends on the context, right? It'd be like, I met a girl at a party versus mm. like, you know, I'm voting for this girl for my congresswoman. Right? No, you no. Know, but you'll say different I, met a girl, right. wow. I met a girl at a party. Good example. Even Thank if you. she's like 45. Whereas, like, no woman... Yeah, yeah that's what John's saying. No 45-year-old right. woman says, I met a boy at a party. They said, I met a guy. Mm. Okay. Well, so, but that's only because there's no, like, gal is very weird. There's no equivalent. Just call women, dude. Like, I met a woman at a party. Yeah, but it, that's almost a little buttoned up, right? <laughs> I met a woman. A chick. Yeah. I guess it's okay. That's like, that's like I, you say, like, I met a woman at a party, 
and I think she was a spy or something like. You know, you don't, uh, you okay. wouldn't say that. Chick, like, I think, I think chick is better than girl. Chick is like, how could chick possibly be better than girl? No. Because girl is infantilizing. Chick is a baby. It's a baby chicken. Yeah. How is that not infantilizing? Oh come on! You don't come on! Oh man! Don't I don't believe, believe a chick is a baby chicken. Like you don't think that's the origin? Chick is not. I'm not gonna, gonna Google this live. First of all, okay, I Matt, don't... you've you've just been owned by logic. You no, can't, I you can't work, work your way out of this. <laughs> <laughs> the wheels are turning, but, but there's no argument. Facts don't care about my feelings. <laughs> you know, I'm flashing back to last time where you said that, like, large people vomit more. And you had to concede. We never conceded whether that's true or not. Oh, you did it. You did concede that, oh, you guys are right about that. They I conceded that fat people are actually less alcoholic. Oh, okay. All right. But fat people, for all I know, puke more often. Oh, okay. All right. How would you even? No I'm one's doing that, that study. I, I, <laughs> we can never know, I guess. We can never get the real confirmation. I mean, I guess you could do a poll. That's like one of those government funded studies that conservatives like trot out. They're like, $2 million <laughs> to find out if fat people right. vomit more. What if your we got tax data dollars? For progress to poll that for us? Like, just pull like two questions. <laughs> How fat are you? <laughs> <laughs> when was Second the last question, time you vomited? How often do you vomit? Right? That is data for progress. Or you could just have people weigh in, like, have them weigh in, and then when they're on the scale, <laughs> ask them how often they vomit. Yeah, because you, you don't want response bias. It is data for progress. Like, you guys know the uh, Reddit R progress picks? Mm -mm. Oh, yeah. What is that? Yeah. It's where people who are in a weight loss journey will post various photos along the journey, like a before and an after. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, data for progress could be data for people on their weight loss journey. Oh. Like how much? How much do you weigh now? How much are you uh, vomiting? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. So guys, uh, I'm Porno Matt, and uh, and then we got we got bicycle memes. No, it's not bicycle memes. It's evergreen tweets. <laughs> and then we got. <laughs> wow. And then we got uh, Theo. Uh, golf tweets. Yeah. Golf right. tweets, Theo. Evergreen tweets, golf tweets, they're sort of the same. You might golf near some evergreens. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, there's a, there's a, yeah, there's, there's an overlap there for sure. Yeah. And golf is evergreen. Before golf. us, we here before us, it'll be here after us. So, yeah. Theo, did you check out Patrick Reed and some of the hijinks he's been up to? Oh, my God. Don't get me started on Patrick Reed. Uh, <laughs> This is an old thing, too, and people talked about that. I mean, this is, like, I, a lot of that is kind of, I mean, it's gimmicky. You can tell it's sort of like he's playing it up a little bit, you know? 
he's looking at performance more than the utilitarian goals of what to do on the green, you know? Well, and he wants I, to be a bad boy, I think. Right. I know, and I and, and people are over hungry for a new bad boy of golf. That's been a thing for a very long time. People want like a uh, people want a real life Happy Gilmore before Happy Gilmore existed. John Daly's been out of the game for what, like ten years now. Excuse me. John Daly's been out of the game for like a decade now, so yeah. it's oh, yeah. time for a new bad boy. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, and and people want to model themselves after Daly. They want to go further. Yeah, people want to be like, oh, I'll get attention if I'm the bad boy of golf. And it's sort of a thing like, oh, here's another one. People in the golf world and golf community see another person vying to be that. And it's just like, uh, and a little overly snobby about it. Because sometimes people just who they are. They're just themselves. And it's like, oh, you know, like I, I, I dress kind of uh, with a schlub, schlubby way. And it's like, oh, he's trying to be a bad boy. And well, no, that's how he dresses, you know, stuff like that. Uh, but a lot of people watch Happy Gilmore and try to, you know, make this persona. I think so. There's an over-hungrier, like, a, a, people are overly hungry for a bad boy of golf, because they also think they can market that, you know, and it's... Uh, Theo, have you ever watched any uh, Longest Drive competitions? Yeah, definitely, yeah. You know, uh, they say that uh, the Happy Gilmore technique actually hits it farther. Right, but... You could do the longest drive isn't really that's like a minuscule part of everything, so it's like that takes you so far like that doesn't have a lot of credence, you know, the length of the drive really. Well, yeah. distance well, and accuracy. Yeah, right. Of course. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, you want to be straight down the fairway. Right. Right. You can make it as Ooh. complicated as you want. Depends, Matt. Sometimes you want to set yourself up. You know, for example, on a dog leg, you might not want to go right in the middle. You might want to go to the outside or to the inside. Yeah, well, many, many times what's going to happen Depends what's is, around the corner. Even if you've got a dog leg, you ain't hitting the thing a thousand yards. It's true. Are we, are we talking about sex? <laughs> just, just like a... No? No? Okay. My bad. You want to be in the middle of the dog leg. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to be you know you, even if there's traps or whatever mm -hmm. oh wait even wasn't going, tiger woods the bad boy golf for a little while well i i think a lot of the wrong guys, type of bad boy right tiger was a man of great passion just definitely good you know and just so different I don't think he really was – he was extremely respectful and, like, extremely nice to people. Like, he was not like, – Yeah, but he, he, he went the wrong way, right? Because he, he started off, like, clean cut, and everyone admired him. Right. And then he let the bad out. You got to go the opposite way. You got to be like, you know, I'm a crazy bad boy. But yeah. then people learn about your, like, soft, compassionate side, and they like you even more. Yeah, but you do it the other way, and people, like, they feel betrayed, right? Right. You, you kind of ingratiate, ingratiate yourself into the world of it after a while. You become an elder statesman. You start out the bad boy, and if you're good, you become an elder statesman. If you're committed to the game, you know. So, but I, I never thought, like, it's different. Tiger Woods was just so transcendently kind of different and just like, whoa, it, it, it really was impactful in a totally different way. Not a, not a John Daly. Uh, framework at all he was operating. John Terry was really a flash in the pan. A bit of a gimmick, really. 
He's a good golfer. A bit of a gimmick. He was a good golfer, though. You say what? He wasn't? No, he was a good golfer. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, right. Uh, and well liked too. And 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 he had a sense of humor about it. You know, it's kind of dark though. Like everyone's like, on one hand, everyone's like, this is kind of funny. His antics. On the other hand, everyone's like, this guy's an alcoholic who's going to die young. <laughs> mm. oh, oh, Have oh, you guys dark. seen the Asian John Daly? Who's that? Kiradech no. Afibarmrat. Come again? Kiradech Afibarmrat. Kiradech Afibarmrat. Oh, the Asian John Daly. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Right. Why yeah. is he the Asian John Daly? Because he's, he's fat. <laughs> and he golfs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you don't see many fat golfers. Mm. Right. Well, there's, it involves a fair amount of walking. Um, you know, a lot of, uh, one of the most beloved uh, caddies is actually we- uh, very overweight, actually. Uh, but uh, a, fair, a few in the list, if you go through a list of, like, the best caddies, uh, like, the most known caddies, uh, a few of those people are very overweight. Well, they've got a lot of fat to just, like, rest the bag on. Right. Yeah. Which probably makes it more comfortable. You know, factor. That's a factor for sure. Uh, and there are studies that people have looked into, like, well, why is that the case? And but and yeah, that's the thing that you would think. But I think there's more factors at play. There's a lot more movable parts there. Why that happens? I bet there's all kinds of psychological things with a caddy. Like if I bet you have a caddy named Green. He's mm-hmm. probably slightly better on average than a caddy named, like, no. Bunker. No way. <laughs> that sounds like a psychological study that would never be replicated, but would be published. Yeah, it'd be published. Be like, yeah. Yeah. P equals 0.04, <laughs> and then no one would question it. It'd be like in all the psychology books. Yeah, it'd be and like 45 years down the line, so it'd be like, I wonder if that's true. Every psychological like, study no, it's not is true. true. Every psychological study is true. In a sense, I do think we try and live up to our names, you know, since uh, we spend a lot of time with our names. So we certainly do live up, try and live up to them. Look, uh, look, if, if you're, you're bored, case, you're going to, what? If you're bored and your name is Steve Tooth, it's like 40% that you're becoming a dentist. That you're becoming a what? A dentist. A dentist. You've got to become a fucking dentist. Is, you know? is Tooth a common surname? Is that a real surname? It's like, it's like last week we were talking about Crystal Ball. You're not going to name your kid Crystal Ball unless you have a really strong inkling that she's going to be a hot chick. <laughs> yeah, or, you know, um, a gypsy, maybe. A gypsy? You would never name a gypsy Crystal Ball. I couldn't think of the word for, um, what's the fucking people who tell the future? Fortune oh. teller? A fortune teller. <laughs> a lot of them are Romani. There's another word for it. Like, what's Miss Cleo? Clairvoyant? Psychic. No? Psychic. Psychic. That's it, of course. Also right. clairvoyant. I but love clairvoyant that. is when you can, uh, you know people's thoughts. It doesn't mean really? you predict the future. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, like, uh, yeah. To, uh, well, no, clairvoyant. You can see into the future if you're clairvoyant, actually, I think, too. Can I? Well, you could name your kid clairvoyant. <laughs> Clairvoyant. Yeah, clairvoyant. <laughs> <laughs> be really into like during the age of infomercials, they're like psychic infomercials about psychic hotlines. 
And there was this one, this guy named Gary Spivey, who had this big white kind of froish wig. Oh, I remember Spivey. He's a pretty, like, I'm kind of scared of him a little bit. Like, I was kind of frightened. There was an infomercial where he, where downtown Julie Brown was the host of it. I remember it. Yeah, they went to the the Bermuda Triangle, and he was in a boat, and he was advertising his psychic hotline the whole time. And his, like, affect, his, his, something about it, he wore, like, weird clothes, and he had the big wig. And Uh something about him I I was frightened about. And I'm still a little scared of him, actually. If you look at photos of him, he's a little, I'm a little, I actually, I'm not going to look at pictures of him because I'm still a little scared. Now, looking back at him, looking at the pictures of him, it seems like it was all, okay, here's the vibe I get. There's a little bit of a Gary Glitter vibe. Mm. Right? Yeah. Like a real hedonistic uh, glam rock thing going on, which may be problematic. But it, also looking at it, it seems like the whole thing was a joke. Like, because who, who could look at him and really think he's a psychic? Mm. Right? Well, I mean, if you believe in psychic powers to begin with, you're probably a little bit gullible, I would, I would say. He, it's his, he has, he, he, that's his, that's how he makes his money. That's uh, what he lives. He's, Maybe uh, the logic is you look at his hair and you're like, you know, only a psychic could do this to himself. <laughs> right? <laughs> like as big a psychic would break your brain, right? Put in tremendous oh, pressure yeah. on you. Definitely. And so you a start doing weird stuff. Here. A lot of stress too. He's alive and kicking. Yeah. I follow him on Twitter. And it's like, he, there, he's, he has a non-presence. He just kind of retweets, like, or shit, like, my, his appearances. And he hosted a radio show in Orlando at one point. Um, but, yeah, he's somewhat remembered. And yeah, it does seem like he has a kind of a camp quality to him. Um, but, yeah, I, I, like, I was a, a teenager asleep, and then seeing that infomercial, I was, like, scared. But, yeah. Oh, uh, Matt, you're buffering. You're buffering. <laughs> What's up? What's up with your internet? Are you, okay, you're back. Back. Well, I wanted to ask, how are you guys doing with the quarantine and all? You know, uh, and I also want to thank uh, John and Matt for making content for us. You know, to, to oh, yeah. give people, the fans, give the fans something during this time. You know, I think to start to make absolutely. Make and I think that's 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 a so big up to that, but. Uh, but yeah, this you know this is a war and we're on the front lines. Uh, it's we not going to be fought by politics, infantry. It's fought by podcasters. Well, it's, it's a it. bunch of stuff that happened this week. Bernie dropped out. Oh, that's true. And then, now this is the follow-up episode to the Will Bernie drop out episode. True, right? Right. right. Yes. This motherfucker. He doesn't concede before the fucking Wisconsin primary. You know when he concedes? The day before I'm going to fucking publish the podcast where we talked about him conceding. If that isn't a fuck you to centrist madness, I don't know what is. He knew. Someone said it would like, yeah. Someone uh, tipped him off. There's a mole in the group DM. (laughs) It's that, it's that, it's that Sean guy. Do you think like, you know, people are always sharing his tweets, but he's in the fucking chat. You know, I don't know. I, I guess he doesn't. I guess he's not like reading them. I never see him reading them. But, but yeah, it's been there. a rough week. I mean, I feel like uh, 
do you think Brie in the in the group DM for like you know when she's in with like left podcast people is like yeah I know like Bernie's being he won't run with like this insane stuff we all agree we should do you know and just yes kind of like, yes that's going on uh, they you know Bernie's just too sweet to do all the things we want him to do he's not up there saying like Joe Biden can barely speak a sentence my good friend cannot speak he cannot think he doesn't know where he is they all think bernie's dumb they all think Uh, he's like a shitty politician right and they know better than he does yeah like they think he's they think he just committed political malpractice like the whole campaign and they just couldn't get through to him and yet he's the best politician in the world (laughs) i think they you don't think like brie like has a lot of reverence for him I mean, he's they do, of... but they treat him like like a saint. Mm. Right? He's too good. He's too like he's too pure to like you know call Biden a pedophile, right? Yeah. Whereas but... obviously that's what we should do. It would totally work. There'd be no blowback. Right. Do you think she's uh, going to get into politics? Is she going to run for something? Bree, Bree. Bree. Yeah. She'll work for someone else. Maybe. No, Mickey Kant ran for uh, the, uh, what's it, the Citizens Advocate or something like that. It's a very weird New York office. Yeah. And I think <laughs> I she played that as, a, as a, like an office before. I remember that, yeah. I think she played yeah, seventh with 1.8% of the vote. Because I remember all of a sudden we needed to care about public advocates. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, every time, like, there's always, like, a new element of New York State that I have to care about all of a sudden, you know? Like, the Queen's district attorney was, like, the biggest fucking deal in the world. That was more important than, like, a Senate race. Was the Queen's district attorney race. So, like, all of a sudden, I have to hear about it from fucking, like, G. What was Galvano's thing again? Where it was, like, like, his, his, the thing that they asked him about, or he said, he claimed that he was, that they were, like, registering people people in nursing homes or something like there's some like tiffany caban yeah yeah that was caban yeah that was the very same race yeah and then like people started like posting replies about how it was all nursing homes for this is the queen's district attorney race yes and then john like replied yeah i've been fixing ballots at nursing homes (laughs) (laughs) and then like fucking ryan Grimm or something like dm'd him yeah. Oh man, that would be great to uh, be interviewed by Ryan Grimm. And it's it's crazy too. Like after that race ends, we don't hear about the Queen's DA anymore. Where are all the updates on what Melinda Katz is up to? Like you know, they were so invested in it, but I had no idea if the current Queen's DA is even good. Well, yeah, is she abolished prisons? <laughs> I think Rikers is technically in Queens, so. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's a disaster, but they don't talk about it. Good. What doesn't look good? Having Rikers in Queens. Mm. Well, it's got to go somewhere. <laughs> no, it doesn't. You let the people free, okay? Backyard. No way, Jose. Look, prisons are just part of the, the state you know, in, industrial, the prison industrial complex. 
I know, but Rikers is so iconic. You got to keep it around. <laughs> Rikers, I think Rikers is a jail. It's a jail. That's right. It's a well, jail. Well, you know, I mean, you make it like Alcatraz. It's like a, it's a, it's a theme park. You go by, you know. Uh, Escape from it's Queens. Got a gift shop. Yeah. I think that's. What, I mean, they're closing Rikers. Like the plan is to close it, and so yeah, I guess it becomes an Alcatraz. That are like luxury condos. Yeah. Affordable housing. That'd be cool, <laughs> or like a theme park. Yeah, actually, it's it kind of is affordable housing, right? You turn it into a theme park, dude. Like have like like people dressed up as convicts, you know, like hammering on rocks and stuff, right? Or maybe like a comical burglar figure that has like a <laughs> like a ball and chain. <laughs> That'll be one of the uh, the characters, the beloved characters. John, how much of this has been usable so far? <laughs> Ooh, that's tough to say. <laughs> I, I feel like not much is going to make. You'd be surprised what makes the cut. Let's talk about something. Let's talk about issues. Well, <laughs> yeah. So Bernie dropped out, and uh, he, but you know, he could. There's a lot of he could still win. He's still in it. He didn't technically drop out. He's still on the ballot, so that's a big thing. Yeah, he's only suspending his campaign. Right. Did so he's like, it's, it's down, kind of like Jay Leno, like, like, hey, I got the 10 o'clock show. You know, when Conan fails, I'm going to, you know, take over the show. You know, I really want to get this nailed down, though, because how funny it is is dependent on it. So I remember when Bloomberg suspended his campaign. And then there were all these like zombie primaries where his name was still on the ba- on the ballot. Right, right. And when that happened, they just took his votes and then just dispersed them. Right, he didn't Wait. get any delegates. He didn't get it, his performance didn't count at all. Right, so it was just like throwing your vote away because his campaign was suspended. My right, so it was is, like it was like not voting if you voted for him. My understanding is that's what's going to be happening for the remaining primaries. So there's like some loophole where congressional districts or something will hand out delegates to Bernie. But most likely what's going to happen, from what I understand, is that people are like going to be going out and voting in these dumb fucking primaries and voting for Bernie when it doesn't count. (laughs) Is that what's going to happen? Does the retain? Are you asking? So I guess there's two scenarios. One is he retains the delegates he has already won. The other is that's true. I know that's, that's true. That's definitely true. But okay, the question is, does he get new delegates after dropping no. out? Does because he? he said some shit like he was, you know, still going to. He gonna implied accrue... that he's going to be collecting more delegates. Right, which he will use he for leverage. leverage. But like, I don't think that's true. I don't think he gets more delegates with a suspended campaign. What is the nature of this leverage, by the way? Like, if he doesn't, if he doesn't get what he wants, what does he do? Well, you, 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 you kind of use the bully pulpit. pulpit. You, you, utilize, you kind of call Joe and say, hey, I got some of these. You call your friend Joe and say, I got some. I got, uh, look, this many people voted for me. You want my, my, my fans to back you? Well, they ha- he has more people in hats. So, yeah. You know, he has more people in hats and they're screaming. 
But it's not going to happen. But that's the thing, Matt. There's no convention this year. So you could, I mean, you could have like the scenario in prior years where you have the teary supporters, but, you know, symbolically throwing their support behind the primary opponent. This year, it's going to be like a 15,000 person Zoom. You're not going to really have those sort of moments. (laughs) Right. Really fascinated by who's going to like work that out. Like who's going to figure out like how we're going to do like a Zoom convention or like how we're going to do an online convention. Like, uh, I think they gotta just have like a documentary, like a Joe, like the like clips from history. Um, you kind of have to because the documentary is usually a big part of the convention, like final night. Right. You know, when before the nominee speaks, we see a little cut film about them. You know, um, like so you kind of expand those elements. You do have like prepared pieces, maybe testimonials, maybe the the different speakers speak in these isolated settings. I mean, you could have like. Um you know, um, you know, America's hottest Democrat. You could have like a little thing going on, like just to entertain people. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, do not. Well, they're already doing that. It's called the VP race, and it's going to be Gretchen Whitmer. <laughs> Is she uh, the hottest choice? Who? <laughs> Is Gretchen Whitmer the hottest <laughs> choice? Gretchen Whitmer, governor of Michigan. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you think she's the hottest choice? No, why not AOC? She's, she's too young. Too young, dude. She's legal. She's legal. <laughs> <laughs> no. What are you talking oh, about? Yeah. She's too young. She's just America's hottest. She's Democrat. too young to be the hottest? How does that wait, even... Wait, wait, wait. Do what is this bizarre elected? world we live in? She has to be elected. Well, elected? Elected? Uh, like you have to be elected to uh that's a good question i would say i mean probably right because then otherwise we're just going to pick some you know like beauty queen who never did shit right it would be some wine mom right i'd be like Alyssa milano i mean pictures of gretchen whitmer i wonder if she's going to get like wine mom memes and stuff i've never seen her speak I'm kind of curious what her uh, voice, which how her speaking. Apparently, she sounds like a uh, like a Minnesota mom. Oh, that's good. Oh, Upper Midwest accent. Yeah. We already tried that. That would be wild to have two Upper Midwest accents in like you know 12 years, because we had Sarah Palin who already had that going. Yeah. And that's a relatively like small part of the country. So to have two female upper Midwest accent VP candidates like, over the course of twelve years, it's wild. Minnesota Minnesota's just the land of losers. I mean, those people get nominated all the time. <laughs> it's like the Buffalo Bills with like uh you know presidential candidates? Yes. Yeah. I'm saying were you guys do you remember the two thousand and eight campaign and were you worried when Palin gave her speech at the convention and it was like treated as a success. Whether for a day. For one day. Huh? For one day I was worried. I was oh, I was more than a, a day. Uh but it seemed like the media kind of went uh you know, maybe like a, a couple weeks really kind of went the floodgates kind of opened. Like she was kind of exposed. Well, they were kind of gushing over her, right? Yeah. That night the next day for whatever reason I wasn't worried. But mm. that that night I knew how good it was. Yeah. Right? 
Right. I, I could I could feel the energy in the crowd. I knew this was a hit. Yeah. Right. So I, I was a little worried. And then it was only like four days before the first bad interview happened. Yeah. Right. They shouldn't she should have just like done no interviews. I guess that wasn't an option back then. No, now they would totally like I'm only talking to Fox or something, or like, you know, mm. now they could really control that, I think, or just like Yeah. yeah you just you just don't have to do it. Yeah. It was more of a yeah, it was a different time. Um it I probably I, I, would no have been a better who the fuck she was. Now, I think you had yeah. to do the interviews because no one who knew who she was. Mm-hmm. I remember Man. I was working at that day and I was like, I was pretty pumped because I think Obama gave like his speech the night before he was chosen. His convention speech was like literally the night before. And I thought like, oh, that was amazing. Like he kind of kicked ass there. Like he did what he needed to do. And then like my wife texted, like my, my girlfriend at the time texted me when I was at work. Like, did you hear about who John McCain picked as his VP? I was like, what, like, yeah, Tim Palente or something? And she's like, no, some lady, <laughs> like, some, like, from Alaska. And well, some how female. Long, how, long was it, how long was it between when she got picked and when the speech happened? Between, like, her speech and when she was picked? I don't, I don't remember that. It's funny. I think I feel... Because it, it was like, the speech that bothered me. It's usually a month later. There's usually a month lapse, isn't it, from, like, the Dem convention. But to I the, think this was, like, a week. Oh, I mean, it was wow. a big surprise. Um, yeah, I feel like it was like right away. Mm-hmm. I feel like he announced and was like, "Here she is." Where's she? From? She's from Wasilla, Alaska. Wasilla. Yeah. I'm, I don't know if I've ever heard that word pronounced out loud. Wasilla. 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 It's, it's definitely not Wasilla. <laughs> Wasilla. Well, so while there, we knew so much about like the politics and Wasilla. Because <laughs> yes. wasn't she like the mayor there first? Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. So. She was like the worst mayor in the country, like the most corrupt mayor. Yeah. And like, so then, like, when she got nominated, we heard all this shit about her history in Wasilla because there were like a million scandals. Right. Whatever. We just hear about the Palin family quite a bit. Like, her son is like Thad or something like that. Her daughter mm. used to be Dad, like in the, in the town tug. quite often. Yeah. There was some disasters. It was sort of like a complete. I mean, I saw, of course, the meet. There was already kind of some issues there, but I think the media attention really exacerbated, exacerbated whatever like kind of personal issues that a lot of those kids had. Uh, but yeah, it's so funny how they were like, yeah, but you do not hear about them really anymore. Uh, no. It was one week, one week between when she was picked, and uh, actually less than that. It was six days. Oh wow. I remember thinking, like, I remember. Why did she do that? Just picking on you. Now she's like running around. Who's running around? My girlfriend. (laughs) She's running around the apartment. Yeah. Like jogging. I don't know, man. She's stomping around. She opened the door. Matt, have you picked up skiing yet? How's your skiing these days? My skiing's great until they close all the resorts. Mm. <laughs> Those closed early because the ski towns like had all the worst outbreaks. Yeah, Vail was a hot spot. I think Telluride is trying to test every every resident. Yeah. 
I, I believe at one point, uh, whatever county Telluride is and whatever county Sun, was it Sun Valley is in Idaho, had the two highest concentrations of COVID that's that's why oh, wow um, the the super rich flying in from uh like a bunch of people from manhattan simultaneously a bunch of financiers thought it'd be smart to go fly out to sun valley oh they all oh, had yeah. covid I, they all had covid and the county in which sun valley idaho is located has one icu bed oh my god so joke was on them at the end <laughs> Well, the rest of us, because that led spread, you know, spread out everywhere, you know, and now we're, you know, under threat, you know. Yeah, we're locked yeah. down. Yeah, we're all I literally down. haven't left this apartment in four weeks as of Wednesday. Literally. You haven't? Uh, I went downstairs to do my laundry, but other than that, no. Mm. I go out and about. I transitioned to working from home finally. I, I was going in with mask. Uh, and the work. Yeah. And uh, a lot of people that whoever, I couldn't work from home at first and everyone who could was able to. So it was like a much diminished population in the building, but I feel a lot better that I, I uh, but I still have to, I still go to the, I'm going to go to the grocery store tonight. Uh, it's and, like we're all the masked singer now. The masked singer. Oh yeah. The, the masked Singer, you're talking about the singer. Phantom of the Opera. Oh no! It's like oh, it's a show. he was a masked pianist. <laughs> <laughs> or did he play He's... like the harpsichord? Oh no! I think he played piano and sang. He played the organ. He had a mask. He was a masked organist. Can, can we address a Twitter topic <laughs> briefly? Yes. Sure. So, you guys ever get retweeted by those accounts that uh, just retweet? Like some pithy tweet from the middle of a thread with no context. You know what I'm talking about? Like occasionally, you'll have some tweet. It won't really mean it. It'll be like, yeah, I mean nothing out of know, context. Yeah, it'll be out of context. You're like, yeah, that's what he said in 2016, right? It'll, like that'll be the entire that's a funny content bit. of the tweet. It'll be retweeted. I was gonna say I, that sounds like something Matt would do. I tweet replies, well, but Matt does it ironically. But there are people who, these, some of these people have like hundreds or thousands of followers. Who follows one of these people where all they do is retweet like out of context tweets in the middle of threats? I, I'm trying to put myself oh, in the yeah. mind of a so follower like part, of that person. So like some Cro-Magnon part of their brain knows that they're reading content and you're supposed to retweet things you read, <laughs> right? That's not baloney. Yes, it is. <laughs> You okay, Mo? <laughs> Do you want to say a toddler? Do you guys want to say hi to my son real quick? Sure. Okay. What's his name? Freddie. Yes. Little Freddie Jr. No. How are you doing? Hey, buddy. Say hi. Hi. I noticed these days there's like four kinds of Twitter posts, right? Four kinds, okay. And there's one kind that's like, you know, I'm not fucking voting. You know, you can't tell me to vote. I'm voting right. for Harambe, you know. But you know what? Like, Whenever someone tweets that, do you know what I always do? What? I always look at their profile and see where they live, decide whether or not I'm going to be mad. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. 
So oftentimes, like New York, I'm like, who cares? And then sometimes they're like Wisconsin or Michigan or Florida. I don't have that attitude anymore. Like, vote against the fucking fascists. It's not that complicated. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Because you're also uh, like broadcasting that to everyone else who does live in a swing state and making it more socially acceptable. And then there's like people who. But I do like like the idea uh, about not being mad about it. So I'm going to start doing that too. Just for personal peace of mind. And then there's like the like uh, like the Matt Brunig types, right? Who are like really devoted to, like they've they've lost all sincerity, right? So their whole their whole Twitter style, their whole journalistic style is trolling, mm. right? But um, like if you adopt that perspective. Um, where the ends justify the means, right? Um, you have to stop now because Bernie isn't going to be president. But is it? The, like, I feel like Matt Brunig is actually not the ends justify the means. I feel like it's actually the opposite. It's just it's, it's kind of nihilism. The means lead to some end. Right, there's a nihilism too, moment. but like, but like pretending no, but the that, ends the ends justify the means means you can do any means as long as it gets you the ends, right? Right. But the ends are gone now, right? The ends are gone. There's no more ends. No, because the he's... Path, the path to the ends, it's a narrow path to the ends. No, but he's moment. thinking, he's he's thinking like iterated game theory here. So, but like, right? where you vote is over now. Yeah, but there's so the like... next, there's the next iteration. If he voted for Biden then in the next iteration, we're going to elect the centrist again. But, but, so he has but to keep Bernie voting for Trump. Yeah. But Bernie yeah. is gone. So he wants so Trump. Like what, so that the, the next time, guy? you know, Bernie 2.0, whatever. But is there a Bernie 2.0? They're working on it. That's the problem. That's the problem, is that no candidate will ever satisfy him again. No, they'll find someone. And mm. the person they find will be way worse than Bernie. No, no, no. Mark my words. It's not going to happen, dude. Do you do you imagine like some okay, like some person that Brunig finds tolerable, right? There's no way that person does a better job in the progressive lane than AOC does. They don't need to do a better job. They need to be viable. Does he not find right? AOC? Tolerable? Acceptable? No. Not anymore. She's too far right. She's too centrist. What about a like, I don't know, like a lawn or I think it has this to be a lawn. Problem. This is the whole or problem. Rita. Those are the only two. Even uh with Priyanka J- John Paul from Seattle. Is that her name? I don't even like her anymore. Is Rashida even that far left? No, because she wants to imp- she wants to impeach Trump. So, right, <laughs> she's a centrist she's essentially, a cuckoo, <laughs> right? Who just happened to endorse Bernie? Once, right. once she once she goes out for a spin, Bernie isn't going to like that. That's the problem with having one candidate that you build up the whole process around. Because you're saying that Bernie- only Bernie can can unify this coalition, but I don't know. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying like cranks like Bernie. 
like their whole process, their whole thought process is, was destroying all candidates who aren't Bernie. But if Bernie doesn't run anymore, mm-hmm. you have to stop. You, you know what he really needs? He really needs to find a candidate who is and designate someone who is like a son or like a daughter and pass along, pass the torch onto the pass next the generation. He really blew it, yeah. man, because the guy... Someone tall <laughs> who stands on the counter. really blew it. Who stands above I the crowd. I think it's possible. I think it's possible. <laughs> right? Like, it could be Beto. No. Like, it's totally... No. It's totally possible. No, it's not possible. He's run so far left already, right? Yeah, but he not on the right, not on the correct things. Like he ran far left on guns, and like half these people own a gun. Yeah, Bernie's never been super anti-gun. But you see, there's no, there's no one who would even like pull at five percent if AOC was running. They're just gonna find some dumbass from Twitter, and they're gonna like run, you know, run for Congress or whatever. And then I don't think Brunig would be engaged in though a presidential race though. What I'm saying is that if Brunig is embracing this nihilistic, you know, ends justify the means philosophy, he's got to get behind Joe. Hmm. Why? He, like, what is the point of Matt Brunig? pretending to care about Hunter Biden. What's the point anymore? The next time when they'll have a new, they'll find someone else and that person will be the president. The yeah, next time? I, he's a nihilist. There doesn't have to be a point. That's the whole idea. No, the whole thing was always strategic, right? To damage Biden as much as possible so Bernie could win. I don't think he's a nihilist. I call that Wait, can we back up? I would call that tactical. Yeah. That's not really a strategy. That's more like a tactic. Whoa. I'm just saying he needs to move on. Those people need to move on. You can't pretend that you care about Hunter Biden anymore. You know, Sun Tzu said... Like, I understood it with Hillary. I understood. without strategy is the noise before defeat. Did that. he really say that? He did. It's pretty good. Pretty good. I'm actually, I'm somewhat surprised that there is a direct Chinese translation. Like, this is like ancient Chinese, right? And a little surprise is like, they had words that meant tactics and words that meant strategy. You actually like construct it, you know, like a somewhat subtle, subtle yeah, sentence looks- that worked like that. I mean, it worked in, that sentence works in ancient Chinese and it works in English in the year 2020. A little bit mind blowing. Think about it. Strategy looks like a little house that has like a fox on the roof, and then <laughs> tactics is like a big pile of rocks with like smoke mm. coming out of it. Mm. Yeah, can't say that I followed, but uh, <laughs> I think he's describing what the the Chinese characters look like. Uh, okay. You know how like gossip is like two women standing together or whatever? Is it? Two females. Well, that's the two females. A couple of females women together. Women be gossiping, man. Yeah, you, Actually, you take 
You double the sign for female in Chinese, it makes gossip. I feel like that's an urban legend. It's probably it's actually true. It's, I, it's probably an urban legend, but you know, who knows? It could be a rural legend. I mean, you know, you know what the, uh, the word for handcuffs in Spanish is? No. It's esposas, which is oh. the same as the word for wife. The old really? ball and chain. Yeah, they literally use Bracket the same word for wife and for handcuffs. I don't know which one is the slang, but... Uh, whoa, 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 who is they? Mexicans. <laughs> and Spaniards. Also Puerto Rican. Uh, the whole Spanish-speaking world. You can use it anywhere. I wouldn't mind handcuffing a few wives. Yeah? You getting cuffed up there? Yeah. <laughs> I'm cuffed up. <laughs> oh, you, okay. My wife does the cuffing around here. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> there were two right. other kinds of posters. Oh, yeah. There's the ones who like, uh, there's the ones a... who think this, this isn't over, right? Wait, wait, can, can we go back? Can you recap one and two? So there's the ones who are like, fuck y'all, I'm not voting. Yeah, right? okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then there's the nihilistic ones who are just like calling Biden a pedophile all day, right? Yep. Yep. And then there's like the ones who think this isn't over, right? Hmm. Like, you think, think the primary is never? Mm -hmm. No, yeah. those exist. So yeah, 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 those exist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a tweet that said, there's a tweet that said that he uh, just suspended his campaign, not dropped down. I got like 400,000 likes or something lots of 400,000 likes yeah Holy there's lots of people shit. who think he's like doing a brilliant strategic thing right now like this is how he's gonna win mm -hmm. um retreat to advance it's very sun Tzu. and then there's and then there's just like the conspiracy theorists right mm -hmm. like that bernie actually it, won he actually got yeah, more like, votes and it's been covered they, well, like, it doesn't ongoing, matter it was a show. We really, can only... Bernie did win. That's their argument, is that Bernie did win, right? He won in all the ways that mattered, right? And, and then a Donation, grandson. Grandson. Having grandson. He lost grandson, though. I know. That's the unkindest cut of I all. I mean, I believed in grandson, and then he turned out to be a cuck lib. Yeah. Well, what's great about the grandson uh, betrayal is not only uh, did he tweet it, you know, not only did it hit his TL, but he actually engaged below in the thread and went mono y mono with some of the grandson, whiners. Grandson wants to unite blue. It's really great to see. I'm proud of grandson. Um, Good job. Yeah, he, he put his grandson put his money where his mouth is. Yeah, know? there we go. Well, you know what? I can't. I actually. I can't wait until the FEC uh, disclosures to learn how much grandson got compensated for his appearance. Well, he did that shit for free, man. What else he's gonna do? It was probably on Zoom. Right. I didn't watch it. I know his streams were better. The technology was better than Biden's. Uh, Bernie's podcast is so much better than Joe's. Yeah. Imagine telling that to someone. 
You know, I'm actually looking forward to the convention because like, I can't wait for like a bunch of these speeches that are being broadcast to millions of people. And the backdrop is just like someone in their living room. You know what I mean? That's kind of the crazy thing is I've seen so many living rooms over the past four weeks. I've seen more living rooms in the past four weeks than I've seen like the past five years, to be frank. It's a big living rooms are having a moment right now. Living <laughs> rooms are having a moment, yeah. But yeah. Uh, well, or if you're sufficiently wealthy to have a separate office, have the a office study. space. Yeah. The study, yeah, the study. Studies are also having their time. Studies are having a little bit of a moment right now. Wait, wait, Matt. Whoa, 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 Matt. Are you in a study? Because yeah, this kind of, it kind of looks like a study, to be honest. It's my study. There's the punching, the punching bag. bag. Nobody has a punching bag in a study. That's a rec room. And there's the printer. Yeah, there's a printer. There's not a book. There's not a book in sight. You need like a globe. And a book. globe. Yeah, and like random paperweights and like a gold letter opener. I have a desk here, which costs a pretty penny. I'm gonna take it. Well, that's a start. That a okay. desk. Okay. My uh, girlfriend made me get rid of all my furniture, and so it's like I want a fucking desk. You put your foot down. I want something that's mine. A nice piece. A lot of good piece. Is it like a West Elm? Are we talking? Oh, is it this like Crane Barrel? This is custom made. Custom? It's custom Someone made. We went out, we picked out some wood. It's made of the same wood. wood. It's made of the same wood that the mantle is made of. Like the same species of wood or the same tree? Same tree. Same tree. Same tree. Damn. And uh, I can't remember. You know what? I can't remember what kind of wood it is. Let me see. Let me see it. Rotate that, uh, rotate that camera back around. It's a live edge of some kind. Well, the computer didn't like that. Pro probably a walnut. It is It's not walnut. I pushed for walnut. Uh, didn't happen. We had like a two-hour argument about wood. Mm. Uh, I liked ash. I really ash is a little bit boring, to be honest. Ash, a little bit boring. You had a two-hour argument over the wood for your desk. Yes. Our, wow. our decorator was there. And, uh, <laughs> oh, God. It's like you're in a wood. Well, we, get, well, we got some ash. We got walnut, cherry, poplar. I will not I have, have cherry in my house. You will not have cherry in your house. Sure. Well, are we talking like Brazilian or American cherry? American big hassle to have that it's very soft wood, dense. How do you know so much about easily. wood? Are you a woodworker? Uh, no, I just, I don't know. You just like wood. <laughs> well, it's an I wasn't trying to do a bit there. And it was a big decision to make, you know, like uh, deciding which kind of wood. Uh, yeah, I think both have worked out great. But after, like but wait, but wait, after that whole argument, you still don't know what kind of wood it is. I can't remember because um, because it was what <laughs> I settled on. 
what happened is we like walked out the front and we were going to leave. And uh, she was real exasperated with me. And then we saw like this giant piece of wood, right? Mm. And it was from one of the woods I didn't like, right? And I knew it was one of the woods I didn't like, but it just had so much character. Mm. And so I was like, you know what? I will take that one. Was, was this from one of those stores that has all those like big store and then just dozens of live edge tables, tabletops uh, against the wall? This is like, now you walk in there, it's all wood on show. And then they have like a, they have work rooms out back. Oh, really? Wow. On site. Manufacturing. On site, yeah. Damn. And, uh, I still have, we, we, still have your, place. we still have your chairs, by the way. <laughs> yeah they're really nice chairs like they're they're i like the design like they're very i don't know they look like they should be in a design museum or some shit really i don't know how to get them shit well Louis, we got a glimpse of uh theo's uh dining room table on twitter today actually and uh i was impressed i was impressed good piece well, from what I could tell, um, good, looked uh, like an authentic Danish uh, dining room table, perhaps. And then his, uh, his wife didn't save the tweet. And I had never encountered her on Twitter before. And then I clicked on the profile, like, who, this, who is this person that saved my tweet? Uh, complimenting Theo's table. And uh, her account is basically just her retweeting Theo. Like once every six months for like seven years. Well, we all have we all have nice. codes and area codes. You know, <laughs> it was very sweet, actually. What? It was, it was very what the sweet. What kind of response is that? <laughs> well, we, we all, all have hoes and area codes. We all have females who are like faving our shit, and uh, that's just how it is. It doesn't mean anything. Okay, so. see, we passed. Matt has passed the alcohol. This is yeah, where it's like on a downward edge. I only had um, one my time. I only have one Mai Tai. You guys want to wrap it up? I got to pee. Yeah. I don't know how much usable con. I think we got maybe like eight minutes. No, it's been good. We'll, we'll, put, it, we'll put it all in. Every last bit. Oh, Even if it's just dead air and static.